Oh, yes, indeed. We are live in the middle on a Tuesday. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays. Aton is up in Connecticut, I believe, and uh, hopefully he'll be joining us at some point. But we have uh, a big game to talk about. Last night, I actually took in that entire football game, Barrett, from start <laughs> to finish. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. It's very good positioning out of the Mannings. Oh, yes. You know, had they put maybe Draymond Green or Al Michaels in that final slot, I probably would have checked out. But the fact that they had Phillip Rivers he was in amazing. the final slot, you know, I'm, I'm sticking in for that, right? Uh-huh. You know, and uh, took about midway through the fourth quarter almost until he joined the show. But I thought it was great. I thought Mickelson was outstanding. And I could not believe Draymond was pretty good, too, by the way, except and I, I think there's a conspiracy with regards to Draymond's appearance on the show, and I'll get to that in a second. What? But I, I could not believe that the Mannings hung Al Michaels, the great Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? Al Michaels out to dry with video of some horrible golf swings and put it up there for the world to see. <laughs> I could not believe that, especially after they said, yeah, the, you, you treated us, you hosted us at your club. Do you know what club he belongs to, Barrett? What? I believe it's Bel Air out in uh, the Hollywood Hills. It's a fantastically exclusive uh, golf course, which the guest fee is probably upwards to $500 to $1,000 a pop. Not, okay? not, not, not the Fresh Prince Bel Air area. That, yes, that Bel Air. Yes, wow. the Fresh Prince, I believe. I believe the Fresh Prince's house was off the fourth tee, actually. <laughs> so I couldn't believe that. That was number one. And number two... Draymond comes on and they're having a good discussion and Draymond loves football and they're showing the video of him participating in, you know, some uh, Spartans practice back in the day when he was actually still there as a basketball player. And I thought it was kind of funny. It was good stuff. Then Peyton tees him up to promote his podcast that he's evidently, you know, starting and it might have already started. I don't know, but it's launching like right around now. And he starts to go into what it is. And as soon as he says that it's on the Colin Cowherd channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm like, what? It was perfect audio before it and after it. And I think somebody from ESPN went in there and did something to the to the uh, signal just so they wouldn't promote a former employee who has now moved on to another network and is doing his own thing with this podcast channel. That's exactly that's what my happened. Theory. That's that my is theory. what happened. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, you're that's, buying it. You're buying it. That's great work by them because they don't want the competitor on there. What do you mean great work by them? They're I weasels. Mean, what? <laughs> That's They're what they weasels. are. A weasel is as a weasel does, and that's what yeah. they did. <laughs> but yeah, man, of course they're not going to do that, man. Especially that grand exodus they had in ESPN, where they just fired everybody. It was almost well, worse yeah. than my shop. Yeah, half of them went to uh, half of them went to uh, Fox. Yeah, just about all of them went to Fox. Yeah, that the one uh, executive over there like pulled you know Bayless and all those guys, and they're all making big money over on Fox. I don't know if they're getting any ratings over there. But who cares? You're getting paid. Right, you know? right, right. But, but yeah, uh, I mean, Draymond promoting his, his podcast, and they weren't having it. Well, hey, how about him uh, going to practice? He's talking about, you know, the, <laughs> he said he says on two. 
Right. And, went, and the defense went hit, 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 and he took off running and kept running. Everybody's looking like, what the hell is he doing? Right. <laughs> I thought the the analysis the, between the two of them and then when they brought Rivers on was fantastic. Especially and, when they brought Rivers on. Oh, yeah. I mean, here you got three old-school pocket quarterbacks just breaking it down. It was just right. fantastic stuff. You and, know, and How about Mickelson? Mickelson came on there to interview them, which was total <laughs> Phil, because Phil wants to learn everything about anything. Like right. He wants to learn about football. So he's up there. I'm like, he's got two of the best brains uh, in the sport. I'm going to come with a list of questions and you're going to tell me what it is. You're not going to interview me. I'm going to interview both of you. I thought that was awesome. On your show. Right. On your show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, man? Just sitting down, listening to them too, man. And, and I, sometimes I'm sitting there when I'm watching the game. I said, you know what? I'm gonna try this once. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna flip off. This is the first time I really watched it in in with the you know a major chunk of the Manning show. Usually, oh, yeah? I just watch the game itself. Right, right. But this right. time, I just stuck around. Let me see what Harry's talking about. And you're absolutely right, man. It's you're good. absolutely right. They break down their analysis. Just just little things like um, Odell being on the field, right, and the way to which they had him on the field, like when they're you know doing two minute or, or they're doing you know quick offense. The mere fact they had him over there by himself. Because there's yep. only really a handful of routes you can run from that side of the field. So it's either a nine route, a comeback, a slant, you know, because you're on the wide side of the field and you're by yourself. You don't want them over there where you got other route combinations with the other wide receivers where you have to know which way you're going so you don't mess up another person's route. Right. So this that analysis right there, it was like, you're, you're absolutely right. So you can have a guy come in in a, in, in a day and learn the offense but not know the offense and still play because you put him strategically where he needs to be so he doesn't get in anybody else's way, but he can still go out there and be a player. That was great analysis. Yeah, and the other thing was in the red zone, they said, you know, him having him in the red zone could be a problem because he doesn't know the checks, he doesn't know, exactly. you know, the hots and all that kind of stuff. And down there it can create a, an easy turnover. Well, so th you know, they showed him on the sideline. He wasn't even in the game for most of that stuff. Well, that's what it is because when you're in the red zone, it's, it's just a smaller amount of real estate that you have to run around in. And when you start going in there and you don't know what you're doing, you might pull a defender somewhere where he shouldn't be. Um, you don't know who the hot read is, and you might be the hot route on that play. You know, once a linebacker disappears as a receiver, you look, and if your linebacker disappears, you're the hot route. So you got to know to run a slant, a stop, turn around and make yourself available. If he doesn't know that, what else can he do? So he'd be a nuisance in there. He'd be a problem in there because what if he goes somewhere he's not supposed to be, brings his defender, now they're going to double-team a guy because who's the primary route and, and, and really mess up the way the play is supposed to be done. Right. And that's what happened. But that's how about happened. how about the performance? We were just talking uh, yesterday, I believe it was, about Shanahan. You know, in the last couple of weeks, we brought his name up. If you take out the Super Bowl year, his record is awful. But yesterday might have been – last night might have been his best game that I've ever seen him coach. Oh, he owns no the Rams, by the way. And oh, McVay. Yes. They always beat the Rams with McVay. It's amazing. He – his team – out muscled, out physical. They just kicked their ass, man. Yeah, from the start to the finish. And I like the way they did it, running the football. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were just a more physical team. Yeah, and I'm looking at Samuels, man, and I almost shed a tear, man, because I want our guy to be that way. I want Jalen Rager to play like he plays. You know, right. I look at him yeah. and I see basically the same type of player. If he had 
the same type of attitude. The same. Debo's type of way more to. physical. Like he's way a physical more. player, and he's got speed too. He could play running back. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's you know he look he doesn't look like a receiver. No, he doesn't. He looks like a like a hybrid running back. Right. And he, they they put him in a backfield. That ran was him cool. like he was a running back. That all that man, that was that was mind boggling yeah. to me how they put that that um that whole system together to beat up on this Rams team, man. I mean, and they didn't sugarcoat anything. They were right. running the same exact play, inside zone, inside zone. They just, you know, thought of different ways to block the front side and the back side. I love the way they did that, man. I mean, if they were running front side, they they motion some guy to the front side to help with the double team to kick out the um the the the, the widest guy on the field, which opened up the hole and having then the guy once he hits him, he goes up on the linebacker and it just it created a natural hole. I mean, that to me, that was like amazing how they did that. And the other thing, uh, I think it was Peyton who brought this up, saying that he he never really kind of liked a wide receiver in the backfield or the idea of it because he's worried that 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 guy's not going to be able to pick up the blitz pickup or the you know the protections and all this right. kind of stuff. You know, he might leave him naked there and get pounded by some blitzing right. safety or something. Right. But like all that kind of insight, these guys are bantering back and forth with one one another while you're watching the game. I think it's fantastic, amazing. You know, and you know what, man. As I was thinking about it, and I was sitting back, and I was like, "Man, that is that that that's incredible." Because the, the first thing I thought about, okay, Miles Sanders is coming back. So if Miles Sanders is coming back, that means the rookie's not going to play that much. But hey, how about this? Jalen Rager hasn't been productive at the slot or anywhere else. How about we put him in where Jalen Rager's supposed to be? Make him the slot receiver. Yeah. Make him run these jet sweeps run these stop routes, have him run a couple wheel routes, angle routes, use his athletic talent instead of using Jalen Rager. Okay. If Jalen Rager Watkins, doesn't want to take yeah. that next level. So yeah, that, he could do everything that uh, Debo Samuels did. He can be Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. He's the same body type, same build. He could be that type of guy. Right. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a pretty interesting game plan. They stuck with it. And, bam, man, the Rams, two weeks in a row now where they've looked like dog meat. Garbage. You know, and, and Stafford looked like a quarterback that was playing like he looked like golf last night. Well, you know like, what? He looked skittish. He was off on his throws. He looked he looked like he was hearing footsteps. Like there was something wrong with him last night. Something was wrong with him. And I don't know what the hell is wrong with those receivers. Yeah. They dropped dropping everything balls all over the place. Yeah. Tight end too. Well, that that turned into a touchdown. The right. tight that ball was right in his hands. And right, I, I hear these analysts this morning on ESPN, and it was J- Jeff Saturday, who I normally like, saying, "Man, you got to bat that ball down, bat that ball down." That was a catchable ball. That was in his count, hands. Yeah. He's not going up there trying to fight for it and saying, "I got to play defensive back." That was a that was a completed pass if he puts his hands on it. Ridiculous. Well, at, the of, at the end of the day, I'm looking at this game, and why can't the Eagles be the same type of team? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they're not as much – they're not much more talented than the Eagles are in all actuality. Right. Man you, for man. You, would you put Garoppolo and, and Jalen Hurts on the same level? Because I think I would. I, that's what I'm saying, Harry. Yeah. And, I mean, the only thing Garoppolo, Garoppolo has is more experience. Right, but, but Jalen Hurts is a better runner, too, than Garoppolo. Jalen Hurts is a better athlete. Yeah, better athlete, yeah. Um, He has a better arm. He's a better player than Garoppolo. He just needs the experience to really learn how to play the position. And that's that's the only thing wrong with Jalen Hurts right now. Hmm. He's learning, but the thing is, he's learning with a with a with a signal caller that's also learning how to call signals right. for this team. 
So when 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 the signal bad signal calling is going to lead to bad quarterback play, mm-hmm. and they run hand in hand, and that's the problem because as you know when they went through that rough patch and they were learning, the quarterback suffered from it because it was bad play calling. So it sucks for Hurts because he's not getting the proper coaching, he's not getting fed the right way because the guy that's doing it is learning just as much as he's learning. So you know now they're starting to go. I mean. To me, their face are intertwined. They're hand-in-hand hand as they get better. As the signal caller gets better, the quarterback gets better. As the quarterback gets better, the signal caller also gets better. It's hand-in-hand, hand, man. Those two have to grow together, but they just need to get it going a little faster than what they got going on right now. But I'm telling you right now, that team is not better. Oh, there it. he is. There What's he up? is. He's got the backdrop and everything. Yeah, he's yeah. on the road. We're, we're, no, 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 no. I was going to wait, so – Appreciate it, bro. What's up, man? Nothing. What's going on? I'm confused. Talking about this game, man. Yeah, me too. So, go <laughs> well, ahead. Did, did you win bets? When? Last night. Uh, player couple. props or anything? Yeah, player props. The, the game didn't go so well, but uh, yeah. a couple of a couple of player props, a couple of uh, same game parlays that we had on site for sure. I'll tell you, the Rams. There's something up with the Rams here. Two weeks in a row now, where That's they have just given you a, a toilet. A toilet experience. I gotta take this thing. They off. said they were gonna be ready, man. Yeah, they said would, they were, but yeah. they weren't ready. McVay? They couldn't match the physicality. No, that uh, the, the, the 49ers had. They were just a more physical team. I love no. Shanahan owns him. Yep. That's what are they the, four and zero now? Four or five and zero? I think. They, I think they've won their last five against uh, McVay's Rams. It's it's a it's really amazing. Because, I mean, that, that, that Niners team that we saw last night, I mean, that was a way better performance than what they gave us, what was it, week two in here at the link against the Eagles. Ah, yeah. da, da. Exactly. They looked dominant last night. And 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 they brought back, uh, what's his name, what's number 11's name? Um, Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. They put him back into the offense, and what does he do? Start doing producing. Yeah. You know, I guess the coach said, hey, you don't want to play for me? Then go sit down somewhere. If you want to play, then come out here and do it. And, hey, he went out there and ball too, man. Well, he, he didn't do much. I, I had a prop with him under four and a half receptions. Okay, so it was he receptions, not targets, right? Because I think he had five or six targets, didn't yeah, he? Samuel yeah, Samuel was the guy who, who won me all that money. Come oh, on, Samuel, He was at work, man. Dude, he's a, he's a man, Debo Samuel. No question. And that touchdown hit the longest reception. I mean, he just – he had longest reception. He had longs of what, like 20, 23, 30, something like that. Yeah, and how about the touchdown chain? What would you think of that thing? How about that medallion? Is that new? I think that's new. I've, I've never seen it before, man. That, that's bigger than any turnover chain that I've ever seen. Is that a team thing or is that a Samuel thing? Maybe it's just a Debo Samuel thing. I don't know. <laughs> Looked like you went to see Jacob the jeweler before the game. <laughs> no, Barrett. Hold on, say my fault, guys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> my fault. But yeah, let's get back on it. Now, what'd you say? <laughs> the turn of the uh, touchdown chain that Debo Samuel had on. Did you see him pimping that thing? On exactly, the man. Exactly. It looked like something that uh, Flavor Flav would have had around his neck. Back That's like the, the new thing now, man. This college kid started a new thing, man. Yeah. So- you got to have it. Where but, you did know, that start? The U? Didn't yeah, the U start that? Chain. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> that right. was, it, but that's real. Right. That's a real chain. That's worth money. Is this Other a chain here, though? It's, no, it's, but it's is this a Debo thing or is this a 49er thing? 
I it had the 49er logo on it, but yeah, I, you know, yeah. I don't know. He was the only one who really did anything right. in the end zone anyway. Although I do like that running back out of Louisiana Lafayette. I know. He was baller, wasn't he? I'll tell you, man. That guy can play. Well, you look at man, they're, they're all Elijah offense. Mitchell? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him. He had a big when, game. When you look at their offense, it's all about those guys up front, man. Right. And once they switched over from and took the kid from, from – um, McGlinchey. McGlinch, once they yeah. took him out, yeah. things just totally turned around, man. Ever since he's been sitting on the bench, it's totally turned around. This right, and when they played balling. the Eagles, you were very uh, anti. You were down on McGlinchy's game way oh, back yeah. when, so yeah, obviously they yeah. saw it coming. Right. That's a local guy you're slamming. I know, a Penn Charter guy, I think. Yeah. I yeah. hate to do it to him, but That's he was a violation. Yeah. <laughs> what next? You're going to rip on Matt Ryan? Right, yeah. seriously. <laughs> Well, no, I can't do that, man. Can't go pull uh, cut on him, man. Proof is is in the pudding. I mean, he he literally sucks, man. He sucks. He he. There's tight ends that block better than he does. So they put this other kid in there, and he just took it over. He's taking it over. They got a physical offensive line. Is playing great football on the other side, man. Yeah, he's talking about physicality. He he missed time earlier, didn't he? Well, oh, he did, didn't he? Well, I was telling Barrett that I stayed up for the entire game, and I even tried to take in a little bit of the Bulls-Lakers afterwards, Aton. Yeah. You would have been proud. I go to I turn the TV on in my bedroom, and I put it on, and it's freaking halftime. Oh. It was like 55-47 Bulls at halftime or something. I'm like, I'm not waiting through a halftime show on NBA no, TV. No. I am on any, out. You shouldn't on any sport, to be yeah. honest with you. So what happened to AD, man? Why did they kick him out, man? What, what exactly did he say to get him uh, uh, ejected from the game? What did uh, he well, say? I can tell you this. First and foremost, that killed any hype or thought, I should say, of the Lakers winning and, and covering that spread. So right. <laughs> that was out entirely there. But wasn't but, it all Russell Westbrook yeah, for them in the Westbrook. first half? It was, right. Yeah. But he was trying to put a shoe. You see that? Like he was trying to put his shoe on. Uh-huh. You see that thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah where he was like basically trying to put his shoe on and they came over and I guess he was yelling at the official. Yeah, hey, he was man, trying to put his yeah, he wouldn't let him put his like, shoe on. It should be a it should be a like an official timeout or whatever. Yeah. Equipment timeout, right? Yeah. Equipment timeout. Because he's inbounding the ball too. Right. right. Like right. he's inbounding the ball. It's not like anything other than that. And then I guess he was hurled. Man, but I, I, I mean my God, what how there's th- two twenty one. Now they're down twenty at this point, right? right? But who knows? You know, there's two two twenty one in the third. So you do have a quarter, and you know you have sixteen or pardon me, fourteen minutes and twenty one seconds. So you can make a run. It's not insane by any means. Yeah. But you know, even without AD, they only lost by eighteen as opposed to them being down twenty. So it's not like once AD went out, everything went to shit. I thought LeBron was going to play this game. Why didn't no, he play? No, no, he was out. How long is he out for, like, now? Uh, officially, I don't know, but I knew he was out last night. I mean, at that point, the Bulls just, you know, they were in control anyway, to be fair. Right, But that's, right, you right. know, that's the thing. This Bulls team, man, if they can score, they already play really good D. Yeah. They're a tough team. And they didn't have Vooch either. Right. Right, DeRozan right, right. had to had to love being back in LA though, man. Yeah, he that was on, a he put on a show, him, right. man. That's um, why he stepped it up. That's why he stepped it up. Yeah, and tonight the early game is Golden State Brooklyn in Brooklyn, yep. and then the Sixers Utah is the doubleheader game. Well, I was oh, at eight Utah. and a half this morning. It's up to nine and a half now for Utah. 
Yeah. Oh, man. I it's at 10. Bas- I apologize. It's at 10 now. A little basketball Jeez. action today. Okay, I'm watching basketball. I'm going through basketball. What, at 10 10? You're going to be up tonight, 10 10? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm going to be locked and loaded. 10 10 wins? I tell you, I got to be honest. I had the endurance last night. From what? Wait, I, the red pill? Or the- no, 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 no. The Manning cast. I was telling Barrett, like, it was great positioning by the Mannings because had they had Al Michaels on in the fourth quarter or maybe even Draymond on in the fourth quarter, I probably would have tuned out because the game was long since over. But the fact that they had Rivers, I couldn't wait to see Rivers. So I stayed nope. right through the end. I like you know? Rivers, man. Who? I mean, he, Rivers. 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 Yeah. yeah. Rivers one of those guys, he talks a lot of trash. But he doesn't in an old Christian boy. Good well, yeah, he doesn't curse. He doesn't curse. No. Gosh darn it. Dad gummit. Like yeah. he's one of those guys <laughs> like Bobby Bowden that would say dad gummit. I think Cash should be relegated for games coming up like Jets Dolphins. You know, give me a, a, a piece of shit game where I don't care about what's going on in the field. Was Sean McVay undressed, diaper removed and spanked on his bare ass? Not enough for you? Like you needed to hear from Philip Rivers on that yeah, and Phil Mickelson. I was oh, in my glory God. last night. Are you kidding well, you me? You buried the lead. That's way. That's why. But you that were was there. the second quarter, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. They had him in the second quarter. But you stayed. I'm sure. Oh yeah. No, I didn't oh, miss a minute. I mean, this is like this is ideal. Honestly, this is ideal for a baseball game. Like this is where you want you know to see something in a baseball game where it's so easy to just move away from whatever's on the field right and then hear something like that's where I, that's where i would be glued because i wouldn't want to miss anything yeah they should probably they probably will do this can you imagine like a rod and uh who matt vaskurgeon interviewing people and during the seventh or eighth inning of some god-awful sunday night baseball game well, could you do a sibling thing? Could you could you do the Conseco cast? No. Now there's an idea. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Who's the other one? Ozzy Conseco, isn't that? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yes. Yeah. Hey, Oz. <laughs> I told you. I, I told you. I saw him. Uh, I saw him down in Tampa, and he was signing autographs like he was his brother. Ozzy was. Yeah, down oh, in Tampa. What, what was he at the Hard Rock Casino there in no, Tampa? No, no. It, it was actually. It was actually at uh. At uh, what's it called? Mar- Mars Vineyard, uh, Mom's Mars Venus, yeah, Mars Venus, yeah. What were you yeah. doing in there? Great steak. Oh, oh yeah, great- <laughs> dude, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't eat something frozen in that place. Yeah, that's terrible. That is disgusting in there. That is terrible. You can definitely do better. I'm. Sure. Oh man, it was, look, it was me, Charlie Batch. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm giving names. Yeah. Um, Why didn't you starts. bring this up when we had Batch? We could have pressed him on whether or not he was eating the steak, too. Man, I forgot about Let's it. Let's get bro. him back on. I didn't even know they yeah. served food in that joint. No. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Wow. Uh, top five steaks. <laughs> Johnny Morton. He was there. He was with us. I'd rather have Morton steaks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. At Johnny's house. For God's yeah. sake. What, what happened? Like, give me, give me some. Uh, I clearly missed it, right? So fill me in. What happened here? Phil Mickelson say something? Did Did Philip Rivers actually say something compelling? Did Phil Mickelson was on there to interview the Mannings? He was interested in learning football rather he, than he, he being interviewed. So he was asking questions. Yeah, he turned yeah. Into something awkward, or was it like? No, it was good. Life? It was good. Yeah, he wants to be yeah. a me. He just wanted to know about football, man. Yeah. And like then what? um and then Draymond Green came on and he was just talking about um 
how he loves basketball. I mean, how he loves, he loves football. football more than basketball. Yeah. yeah. And and he was talking about, you know, how he was able to go to camp um to camp one time. Was Saban the coach back then? He wasn't a coach back then, was he? He wasn't Saban, um, was he? No, no, he was after Saban. He was there yeah. after Saban. Um trying to think who the coach might have been. But no, it wasn't Saban. But uh was Saban that? Saban went from there to LSU and then from yeah. LSU to, to Miami and then to Alabama. I mean they, right. Right. He was at Michigan State like around the year two thousand, maybe I right, want to say. Right. In fact, that was uh that was um Ike's Ike Reese's coach. Oh, is that right? He's really? Ike he was at Ike wow. Reese's. So he's, he's always telling a story about about saving. Is that right? Well, yeah, yeah, I can't believe you didn't see this uh with Draymond eight times. I was telling uh everybody that Peyton teed Draymond up. Apparently, Draymond's got a podcast that's launching. And he's tell- talking about what the podcast, how it's going to be different and, you know, why you should listen to it. And then he goes into telling you where it is available. Right. And it's not through an ESPN outlet. It's through their old guy, Callan Cowherd's network. And as he started to go into that, the microphone. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> real garbled until yeah. he was done saying that portion of it. Boom. <clears throat> He's back on and up perfectly. I think they sabotaged it. I'm sure they did. The vol- yeah, that's great work the by him. Yeah. Very strategic. That's they did. It. They did it. That he's there was creating. something, you know, Andrew Bogish was on the board and he just yeah. like went there and just <laughs> screwed it up. I could see that. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. No, not at all, man. Wow. Yeah, I've been, t- I've been right talking to Bogish. Huh? I've been talking to Bogish. Oh, yeah. When's your, when's your oh, game? you've been talking to him? Yeah, yeah. We're going back and forth. Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Saturday in, in in Delaware. Maybe you guys should do a Manning cast for that game. That could be a boring game. Who knows? I mean, oh, well, you, you know, and Bogus should just game. start telling stories. Right. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be a good game, right? <laughs> you know, his use, his usual guy is um, um, uh, Quadri Ishmael. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his usual guy. Correct. But Quadri's son plays for Villanova. Okay, right. yeah, right. So he wants right. to watch the game. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, all right, well, I'll go ahead and do it. But, I, you know, I'm going to hype him up a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, Quad you know Quadri I mean? would probably be Homerish too, yeah. with his <laughs> right. son's team. Can't have that. Yeah, but if they're getting blown out, then w- wouldn't you get such a raw? See, I would rather take that risk in the event that it would work both ways. Like, can you imagine his son's playing? They're down by 30. His kid makes another mistake. God Damn it, this kid! Wouldn't you want to do this? this? Yeah, I'll take the risk of of how this thing, knowing that that could be in there as well. Yeah, that's true. That would make for great, great audio. Yeah, Avian Jackson on the stream says they Forrest Gumped his mic. Remember when (laughs) Forrest was speaking on the uh, uh, what do they call that? The at the reflection pool down in DC, and I pulled he pulled out the plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I think about that. They just plugged them back in for the very yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. Just like last night. Everybody's sitting there like, yeah, yeah, whatever he said. I got to see it. Oh man. Well, look, I, I was just curious, you know. I was just definitely curious. I just I, it's amazing to me that they're doing this with good games. That's all. Well, like I mean, it's sensory overload. There's no way you're watching the game. Oh, yeah. And listening to all this shit at the same time. Oh, yeah. What did you think that it would do that anyways? You know, they wanted the that podcast. I mean, um, that show with the best games instead of bad games. 
I guess I, we want to see it because we're selfish. We want we want since You'd we haven't seen whatever. the action. You're you're going to, but here's the thing: you're going to that for right. guests. You're going to that for Rob Gronkowski and this other bullshit. He right? was terrible. Well, not Rob, not Rob. Well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. the game itself is inconsequential. And in fact, point being is that you're more likely to watch the two brothers and whatever the hell they're doing if it's the Jets versus the Dolphins than you are if it's a two-point game in the fourth quarter. Now, I don't know if they're changing it up, and if it's a two-point game in the fourth quarter, if they cut Mickelson's mic or whoever's out there and no. they do analysis. No, I don't think they do, because I've watched every one of them, and there's been some competitive games, and they don't, they don't cut out of it at all. No, 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 not cut out. Oh, you mean as far as cut out like, of what they're doing? Yeah, they don't cut out of the guest and Got just it. start breaking down football. Well, you know, I like I like the way they break down football. Um, you know, you you get more you get more of the funnies with with um, you know, with Eli. Well, now Eli's more of a cut and dry. All right, you know, you're this guy. You know, or, well, this is what they're doing on second down. He's that type of guy. Right. But Peyton's more of a you know the animated guy. You know, he's cracking the jokes. You know, right. More Plus, so he's anything. drinking. He's got that Yeti cup or whatever over there. There's there's something in there that includes alcohol. I swear <laughs> it God. has to. It's yeah. infused. Yeah, it has to be infused. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. He's drinking yeah. that Yeti. You didn't know that's slang for something. So he's just oh, sending, it is? he's sending a message back home, right? To oh. <laughs> then he oh, talked hey, about hey, um, y'all got that Yeti, huh? Is, hey, but you know what? He did talk about. He talked about um uh when when Draymond when Charles Barkley said he was going to whoop Draymond's ass. Yeah. And then he said he, you know, he, he, he you know, he, he totally, you know, pulled the, the wool over his eyes. You know, he caught him off guard. You know what I'm saying? He blindsided him because he said, right. as soon as he came on the show, he's ready. You know, he's ready to beef. He's ready to start, you know, talking crazy to him. And then Charles comes up to him, you know, and, and, and disarmed him like, hey, man, great, great to have you on the show. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, you know, appreciate you coming on with us. And yada, yada. he's looking at him like, is this he, the same guy? He totally disarmed him, he said. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is this the same guy say he's gonna kick my ass when he saw me? <laughs> yeah. All right. Now Ash is saying yeah, we got a break though. So okay. Well, when we come back, Ash has something. I got to ask you guys about this. I'm not aware of this Thursday night feature. All right. So. Yeah. So this this actually sounds somewhat interesting. It does. And I I just look. I I can't imagine me sitting there and saying this is more compelling than listening to what was. But again, I'm not watching the main broadcast for audio either. Mm-hmm. So I have that thing muted. Right. That might be something. Yeah, let's talk about that. That might be something there. Yeah. All right, let's do that. We'll come back in three. It's the middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. 
a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city, and every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way, the best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, now you see, you see something here with Ash. Yeah, Ash put it up on the, on the stream saying that I watched the scouts feed with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks on Thursday night and then says it's on Amazon Prime and Twitch. I have Amazon Prime. I could access it there. I, that, that sounds like something I need to check out this Thursday. Yeah. I, well, what is that, Twitch? No, on Amazon. No, okay. So is it every week or is it just this week? I I don't know, but it's I, I'm assuming it's every week. I'm going to try to to uh, find it on Thursday night. Well, yeah, New England Thursday night Atlanta. football. Yeah, New, Thursday um, night football. The the pro game. Correct. So you're going to have scouts there. Yeah. Hmm. Like Bucky I, Brooks is a, a big college so, guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is Daniel Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. And I would see my. I think it would be better if they did it on a Saturday for college football because then you could break down the talent that might be trying to get to the league. But I can't see it being good on, on, on Thursday when they say, all right, I remember when he's in college. He might have ran this 40, how he fits in the system, what they thought of him when he was coming out. That, I mean, that could be very interesting. Hmm. Very, very interesting. I, can I, just like, I just like the alternate broadcast idea. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> What's Thursday night? Well, Thursday's Fox still, right? Uh, yeah, I believe it's New England yeah. and Atlanta this week. Look, I, I'm just curious to see what they do. I'm yeah. curious to see what they talk about the the difference as far as the presentation is concerned. And clearly, it's not going to be the same as the Aikman and Buck broadcast, right? So, I think that's going to be interesting to see. It. I also oh. know, like you're you know you're talking about guys who are already in the league, so it's not like I are they better suited to do this for like a college game? That's what I was saying. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at. Uh, you know, with, on a on a Saturday doing it, but I'll say this: 
with both of those, like you have Bucky Brooks, former court. He, he played cornerback, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Played cornerback in the league, cornerback in the league for a long time. Daniel Jeremiah, he was a scout. Mm-hmm. He was a scout for the Eagles. For Eagles, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ravens, I believe. He bounced around a couple different places. Yeah, so, I mean, they know how to evaluate talent and, and, and personnel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I can see them saying, like, all right, if they were talking about the Eagles and breaking down how the, you know, the draft fails, what's worked for this Eagles team, how this coaching staff can take advantage of the of the, of the players that they have. You know, I see them going in that direction, not necessarily, you know, with Peyton. Peyton and them, their, their broadcast is more so, you know, we're joking around and then we're breaking it down a little bit. You know, you're getting a real a point of view from the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. With these guys, I think they'll they'll apply more of the, you know, technique and, you know, technical stuff to, you know, what these guys can do and what they can offer. And if they're not maximizing the potential of this player, if he was in a different system or doing something, you know, other than what they have him doing right now. So I can see that kind of happening in this type of broadcast. Well, now Ash adds that Joy Taylor is also a part of the broadcast. Which broadcast? The Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks deal. Got it. Okay. Joy Taylor. From uh, now, you're a big fan of. Well, she's on the Cowherd show, and she's always uh, showing uh, ample bosom. Okay, on that brings television. So, does that bring in more people? Well, I don't know. It's probably bringing in more people than Bucky, (laughs) (laughs) right? Or or the other guy who nobody knows. Like at least people know who Bucky is. Oh, that's Joy Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Oh no. Oh wait, the other guy is Daniel Jeremiah. Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. I but thought, it's funny okay. you said that, Aton, because that's exactly the reaction I got. I'm going to say six or seven years ago when I went to the program director and wanted to get a paid spot once a week with him on the midday show uh, that I was doing. Brooks. Jeremiah, I was doing with Baldy, and he actually sat there and said, "I mean, nobody knows who he is." Well, no, I, I misread God. that. I thought it was somebody else. I apologize. <laughs> no, but that's that's what his reaction was to Daniel Jeremiah, who is now the Mike Mayock of NFL Network. Yes. Yeah, and has been wooed by a couple of, or at of least course. had and interviews. And teams, teams, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, Absolutely. Jeez. <laughs> nobody so knows who he is. <laughs> Oh, that's what it happens, man. to amaze me. Yeah. It really is. Nobody knows who Barrett Brooks is. I mean, I love Barrett. Yeah. I mean, what can he bring play? to us? I mean, yeah. play for Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Oh, my goodness, man. That is something else. All right, he used so to be so scared of me, bro. He used to be so oh, scared yeah? of me when I see him. Oh, yeah. When I see him, I'd be like, what, man? You cool? You you good today? Yeah. Oh, oh. Give you a little pat on the back and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Did, did he ever do what he always did to me, to you? Where you, you'd be coming down the hallway and he'd be coming up the other way and there's no real way for him to – he'd have to interact if he didn't duck out a doorway. Like the, the first doorway to the right or left, he's going to put up the phone like he's taking a phone call and out. <laughs> and it, it's a fake phone call. It was never right. real. <laughs> I, I I'd see he wouldn't if he did that to me it'd be personal. I'm like, Yo, bro, <laughs> hey, hey, you ain't talking to nobody. Yo, man. get back talk to here. me, bro. Right. Yeah, you get talk back to here, me, bro. You you gotta talk to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, look, I didn't look. Hey, I didn't wake up next to you, to you yesterday, bro. You know what I'm saying. I didn't wake up next to you this morning. Yeah. So you are gonna have to talk to me, man. Right, right, right. Don't do that to me. 
That's crazy, man. <laughs> crazy. But that's now, gonna be a good broadcast, no, also. Right, yeah, I, I'm, gonna, know, I'm gonna check it out. Bucky's pretty good, and and mm-hmm. and, and Daniel knows his stuff, bro. So Who? I mean, I, I can see that happening. I can DJ? see that. I think they call him DJ. They call him DJ, probably. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me tell you, DJ. Uh, you look at this guy here. And then what's <laughs> is Joy on the field? Uh, no, she's probably uh, she probably traffic cops the thing. She's probably you know sort of sets him up. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, right. it takes it in and out of you know. Yeah, she's the point. Commercial. Yeah, she's the point, point guard. Yeah. Are you sure? Probably. Uh, don't have a point. Why not just? Uh, aren't we assuming that Brooks and DJ are on site? No, so? is that too much? I don't know. I don't think they'll be on site. I, I think it'll be know. the same way. But you didn't see uh, any of it last night because you missed Al Michaels, right? In the they, first quarter, yeah. No, I, look, I I keep telling everybody here. I have a fan on with white noise. I have something on my computer that's distracting me. That's that's either visual or I'm keeping up with stuff. And I have the game on to where it's just loud enough I can hear the crowd. Mm. But very rarely am I listening to what these guys are saying on there. So no, even and that, that's what I'm saying. Like to be fair, even if I caught what they were saying, I probably w- that's why I'm not good for the Manning cast because you need to hear that. Right, right. You got to dial in because right. they showed video. Somebody sent them one of Al Michaels' buddies sends the Manning's producers video of Al Michaels on the golf course cursing a storm. Like hitting lousy shot. He couldn't get out of a bunker on the one. He looked really bad. I felt bad for him. And they're putting this up there. Like it was totally like making fun of the guy. Like he's right. a member at Bel Air and hosted right. them once, which is probably a, a thousand dollar a person day for him, which for, for Al Michaels, that's nothing. I get it. But still, they, they were hosted at Bel Air and then they throw up video to embarrass the guy. Right. So was, was that not part of the of the journey? The journey. Yeah, like getting Phil Mickelson there and setting up the whole interview. Was that not part? Phil, Phil wasn't a part of that. He didn't he didn't have a comment on the video. Oh, he didn't? No. No, no, no he didn't. Oh, he, well, he didn't, did he? No, no. No, that's what I'm asking. I, <laughs> no. I don't know, you're jumping around from – it's like an episode of Quantum Leap. You're jumping around left and right here. We're uh-huh. going from 2000 to 1958. Jeez. <laughs> no? No. But then, um, so you did look at the game, though, right? Freaking man. No, you guys didn't see the game either. You're watching a man. Yeah, I did. You're watching well, Trayvon yeah. Green talk about kicking people in the nuts. I couldn't believe on fourth and six. I couldn't believe on fourth and six around midfield that they actually called a timeout when they had like two, three time, two timeouts left. Right. San Francisco. It's a field goal down 31 to seven yeah i know to make it and, and then he passed up on a field goal at the end of the first half for a fake field goal which was the right. dumbest call i've ever seen since james franklin tried it on saturday the worst and what you know what added injury to to insult is that a defensive lineman is the one that made the play a defensive lineman that's supposed to be rushing right and and, and trying to block it peels out and just runs like a four three forty and hits <laughs> hits the guy when he tried to catch it was, it was great man I mean, he just hawked him down, too. Lit him up on that play. I can't believe McVay is such a puss. Wuss, whatever the proper term is. I apologize if I offended anybody, but hold on a second. I mean, let's just go wuss. What is going on? 
Is there a broadcast where you get to see Draymond Green kick McVeigh in the nuts? Because I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that too, actually. <laughs> like McVeigh, you know, that's the evolution of this. This is Fox's version of it in like two years right. where the coach is actually down there and the guest is not talking to the Mannings but ready to do something to the coach if they make a stupid. Oh, you sure you want to challenge that, McVeigh? You know, Draymond's ready right there with his size 18. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I'll watch that all day. Oh. McVeigh does the fake field goal. Draymond Green kicks him square in the nuts. I guarantee you he's not kicking a field goal at the end of the game. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I mean, what was that field goal for? That didn't even get him the over... Or, you know, it didn't get him the point spread. I and mean, it's nothing, just meaningless. Nothing. Absolutely meaningless. It, it made no sense. It, it, everything about, like, this guy's praise, the love. Here's another thing, too. You're putting it all on Matt Stafford? Has Matthew Stafford played in a playoff game? Uh, no. I don't Not think he has. One. No. Nope. And they look, they man, haven't been to the playoffs right since Barry Sanders, I want to say, right? Was it the Ray Rhodes game? No. Had yeah. to have been after that, right? Uh, I don't know. No, it's been a while. No, well, no, 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 we no, no, was, no. We went to the playoffs. I was there. We went to the playoffs one year. Okay. And this was in um 99. And that's a long time ago. Correct. In 2000. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that the Rhodes year? No, Rhodes wasn't there. Uh, actually, they were in the 2016 playoffs. Okay. And lost to Seattle. There you go. That was that was the one time that Stafford's played. And then it was the first round that they got bounced out in Seattle. And correct? they lost to Dallas in the 2014 wild card. Oh, okay. There you that go. That might have been him, too. Uh, 14. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So you have Boy. two. you have two playoff games in his career where they get bounced out. Is that mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, How long has he been in the league? Ten years? Longer. Years? Yeah, I would say that. So, because 2011 they got in against New Orleans and lost too. Then it was back to Barry Sanders after that. Right. I mean, the, the guy has. If this were a younger quarterback, if this were somebody who was, you know, newer to the league, you'd be looking at him like you get him in the playoffs. Then it's just a matter of time before he makes some mistake. Like uh, you'd have to like Lamar Jackson that way. Earlier, yeah, when they lost to the Titans, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think this year definitely better. But yeah, I think there that you'd have to treat staff like that's a lot resting on Matthew Stafford for a guy who's played two playoff games and has been bounced two or out three, three, okay, yeah, maybe three. Well, you you can't really fault him, you know. I'm not faulting him. I'm yeah. I'm just saying as far as you know, it's we don't see it often. Where somebody just takes flight like that. You know, usually it's seasoned guys who are hanging. That's all. Right, right. Now, maybe for a losing team, it's a little different. Like a journeyman Rich Gannon guy or a Brad Johnson guy, you know, later yeah. in their career gets yep. the right situation and the right coach and the right team and makes a run. Hey, I mean, they just handed they just handed him a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Gannon, Johnson, yeah. they just Johnson, Gannon. Oh, Brad, well, that was Brad Johnson against Gannon, wasn't yeah. it, in that Super Bowl? The year yeah. before. The year before. Gannon was the MVP that year. Right? I think so, yeah. So and Gruden just, you know, just took a turnkey situation mm -hmm. and, 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 and took him to the Super Bowl and got all that hype over that damn Super Bowl and didn't do anything after that. Yeah. 
I'd still take it. <laughs> I'd still take Hard it. Hard to argue, man. Yeah. Right? That got him the Monday night gig, and that got him the kick with the Raiders. All that, man. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> I mean, you just put him, put, him on, put him up on a level. Yeah, and he didn't even really do it. You like know, like he's some deity or something. Right, like he invented the game. <laughs> incredible, and didn't do nothing after that. He did nothing after that. No, you know, but he just opened up a little quarterback school, and you know, became the guru, quarterback guru, from that point and on. And that was probably somebody at ESPN's idea. Absolutely, right. that I probably would... wasn't even his idea. They were just like, you know what, this this Gruden. How about if what if we do a Gruden football quarterback camp? Yep. You know, I mean, we throw it on an hour every night in you know July and August when there's nobody watching any other stuff. This will be great. We'll put it on demand. If you build it, they will. Come. Yes, hey, that, that's the thing. People were watching it. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. People, well, we, I was watching it. it. Absolutely, well, it, was, it was quality content. Now you, you never know, know what I mean, he'd say, and, and it wouldn't say something outlandish like offensive. And no, I mean, public, would, but, no, he wasn't reading his emails. No, 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 no. <laughs> he but, was breaking know, down. He was just breaking down. But he was breaking down it. tape with those guys. He was breaking down tape with these guys coming into the league. You know right. what I'm saying? He sat now, what, down. What do you see here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, exactly. You know, kind of coverage that look, at the end. Right. Yeah. That look. Right. He'd also have the comments. He'd have yeah. the crazy hair, the Chucky appeal. Like I remember, he had, I remember Doc when he had Dak Prescott on. What, what do you? What do you? Well, I remember the Dak? Carson one was good. Yeah, look Carson. Too. I want to make you a two-handed monster. He kept saying it. He'd whack him with the pool the noodle, the styrofoam <laughs> noodles. Don't you remember that? Yeah, because no. Carson would just hold the ball with one hand in the pocket, and he'd whack it and like knock it out of his hands. That was being it was great. That was, was all this? that man. He... <laughs> you never saw it? No, I know. Just <laughs> the noodle. Yeah, the noodle. Yeah, not the golf ball. The noodle. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you can't. Got, you have to get that secondary mark. I don't right. even think they're allowed on your golf course. No, noodle no, no. balls. In fact, if anybody finds one, they immediately blame me or my brother-in-law. So it's uh, Shander. Surprised it doesn't have his initials on it. No. You know, I stopped doing it, right? I stopped putting my initials on it. Oh yeah, because people find them and send send you photos. The last hey, Garrett, time I look put where my I found this. Yeah, the last mm-hmm. time I put my initials on it um, was at golf. It was Jaws's golf tournament, uh-huh. and and we're going back and we're they're going through the awards. And I'd be damned if six people didn't have six balls with my initials on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, 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 Brooks, you lost this. Right. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. you did. Were you and the only around. BB there? Well, I, I, I'm the only BB that wrote the way I wrote the BB. Oh, okay. Right, right. Like a, a Bart Brooks <laughs> who snuck into that thing? Or? Well, I had to customize Pro V1Xs. With my Twitter handle on it, a couple of times I'd get them ordered, and then if I lose one, which you know is going to happen, guys yeah. would find it and take a picture of it and text it to me. <laughs> say, guess where I found this? <laughs> did that work? Wait. Yeah, yeah. Did it work? No, I still would. I'd lose it again. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, it, it, everybody's finding balls everywhere. So I said, you know what, let me stop doing this. If I lose a ball, hey, I just lost it. You know, that way I can go pick up anything. I pick up a ball. Hey, here's my ball right here. Right. How do you know it's your ball? Because it's here. Yeah. It's That's it's why. I found it. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. So maybe you don't have, like, the extravagant cursive BB, and you just do, like, a BB and think, oh, that could be anybody. Well, Bucky Brooks. Exactly. Bucky, yeah. you Bucky out there Brooks. playing with the Bucky Brooks ball. Maybe that's it. 
Bro, that's what you need to do it. is fight, get Jaws to invite Buck. I'm right. sure they know each other. <laughs> you don't know if it's me or him. Right, right, right. right. Now, if it was drove 350 books. yards, it was probably me. Right. I'm just letting you know. The one iron, but mind, right. Right. mind you. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. I'm telling oh, you. Man. Dude, I just had some of this again today. This, oh, yeah. Uh, this honey glazed bourbon so pure good. bowl. Yeah. Oh, so good. Dude, I'm telling you. So good. Fantastic. I found that's myself, you know, I found myself fantastic. doing the other day. Oh, yeah? Fantastic. The other day, I, the other day I found myself eating that, um, the uh, pure bowl, the, the one you had, the honey one. Mm -hmm. And then I take, then I take a pretzel, a soft pretzel. And I was eating them together. Ooh. A soft pretzel and that, oh, man, it was good, bro. It was wow. good. Wow. So, you know, I mean, I just found it one time, you know, just, just you know, just I married know the couple. You just found the beef jerky you felt like the guy that that accidentally put peanut butter and chocolate together way back in the day it was <laughs> right. like, wow yeah you <laughs> got to do some with this <laughs> right yeah. or, or or like the uh did you ever have the soft pretzel wrapped hot dogs with oh, cheese sure. aren't oh, they amazing yeah yeah. Oh. yeah but it's hard to get all three in there right like usually the cheese is the sacrificed ingredient and it's like some sort of cheap substitute of a substitute cheese. But the flaking and the crust of it is amazing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the con like the if you call it the protein, right? Right, it's right. Nice. It's, it's if pretty you will. good. Yeah. Right, the, if you the, will. the hot dog's got to be cooked well enough, though. You can't have one of those like undercooked. Well, you know, see, I had something overcooked, in. man. Like I was, I was, uh, yeah. I was, I was going on a trip and I, you know, I stopped by, was it, um, Auntie Anna, whatever it is, the Auntie Anne's pretzels or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had a pretzel dog, and you know they slip it into the, the the foil thing. You know and they sealed it up, and I got two of them. Mm -hmm. And I get on the plane, so I'm just about. I open one up and I eat it. Oh, this is great. I get to the next one, I look at it, and you could tell it's been underneath that light for about 15 hours. Oh no! Was in, oh man, it was. Oh. It was. It, was, it, was it, it, it almost. It almost felt like beef jerky. It was all shriveled up. I'm like. And I couldn't, I couldn't go back and, and, and trade it in, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm already on the plane. You're on a plane. So you know I was a little So you ate off. it. Of course I did. Yeah, you went you went all Stazak <laughs> on that dog, yeah. didn't you? And you? How long was that plane ride? <laughs> uh, two hours. Just two Shame hours. on you because that's enough to go through and let everybody else know what you ate, too. <laughs> wow. I, you you got to do that when it's just you in a car or somebody that you right. trust. Right, yeah. Right? You can't put anybody else at risk. No. no. Now, was that the uh, same flight that that woman looked at you passed out comatose like you were going to die? Because maybe those two are connected. <laughs> no, that was the last flight, man. That was the last okay. flight I was on, man. Okay. My oh, God. <laughs> she, 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 she looked at me. She tapped me on the toilet. You okay? You stopped breathing for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, it's called sleep apnea. <laughs> you ought to try it sometime. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> refreshes the body like none other that lost oxygen to your brain gives you a hell of a buzz especially at eight you know, fifty thousand feet it's amazing oh man wow damn did i have something to fuse this morning yeah I don't I know, so. man. Well, you definitely did when you ate those auntie aunts right created your new huffing uh, huffing pot huffin right fought. wait wait huffing fought huffing fought combo but what really pissed me off is that I paid so much for them? Almost like seven, eight bucks for one. Mm. I had two of them in a drink, and it, she was like fifteen dollars. Like what? 
fifteen dollars well, at an airport, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's also why. just like double price. Yeah, ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Seriously, the best part about the airport doesn't exist anymore. What's Bars? that? A double for a dollar more. What? That used to be the what, the, like the deal in the bar. Yes, double for a dollar more. Which bar oh. though? All of them, like all the regular, all the, the run of the mill airport bars. That would be amazing. Double liquor or for double a like a more. bigger beer or like you yeah, get the bigger size beer and it was a dollar more. It's fantastic. Wow, wow. So you get you an infused, an infused, uh, anything. Yeah. Correct. Double shot. Paying a buck. be a dollar more. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that because they're all different bars in industry in like the same industry, but all different bars. I mean, so. Now you get a double. It's the same price as another drink. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous, man. You, I mean, the drinks are already eight bucks. Right. Then you add another eight bucks just for a shot. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Come I on, see. That's man. why I don't do that. I'll bring my own flask. <laughs> they don't check those. That doesn't set off the metal detector. That's plastic. There you go. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. Able, able to get around the whole TSA there. Exactly. Just order, a, <laughs> order a diet coke. I'm good. Yeah, are you yeah. good to go? I'm good to go. Well, you, they, they make sure they make it a point to say you cannot consume alcohol on planes anymore. On especially um, American, you can't what? consume alcohol. Yeah, in the main cabin. Why? They don't serve drinks anymore. No, I too no. many idiots probably ruined it for everybody else. All those no. viral idiots getting up drunk, like hitting people, right, who, causing fights. Right, well, see who I mean, who who on the stream has caught a flight and and had alcohol on it? They don't sell alcohol anymore. Well, what do you do to drink or get drunk? You wait till you get off the damn plane, or maybe you don't and you get ahead of it. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. Are people pre gaming for flights now? <laughs> Ludi, I would think pop, so. Look, look, Ludi says some people just pop a Xanax. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that just puts you out. Takes the I mean, edge off. All right. <laughs> well, you know, nobody wants to be knocked out. They want to yeah. be drunk and belligerent. Well, is this because they don't want the flight attendants interacting with the people because of COVID? No, no they I'm still serve you. drinks and cookies people, and all that. Too many people. How many times? Like once a week, you see some asshole who can't control themselves doing something on a flight, getting booted, yelling, screaming, I'll kill you, like John Cheney out of a press conference. <laughs> And then they get deboarded, and there's this whole thing about it. I imagine that has a huge, if not the sole reason, why they stopped doing this. Well, see, the streamers, the streamers saying like United, they served, they had alcohol. I'm telling American, they told us no, no alcohol on this flight. I think wow. Southwest is the same way. I think Southwest yeah. is the same. Well, Southwest way. is like, it's pretty bare bones. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. should expect to get in and get out. It's You're like lucky. a cattle call to get on a flight for Southwest, yep. for God's sake. You're lucky to get a wave. Jesus. Oh, like, Joe, now Joey be saying no booze on United. All I know is the last I've been flying American because it's a hub here. Mm-hmm. And when I book travel through ESPN, I always try to, you know, book with uh, American because, you know, they have all the straight through flights you can you can get. Right. Because it's a hub in American. Back when I didn't have to get back as soon, I used to book with Delta because Delta had their hub in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. I would get double miles because I fly from Philly. Okay. To Atlanta, then Atlanta, wherever we go in the country. So I would get all those miles. I'll be at. I'll be at. Um. I'll be at gold so quick. Right. American is taking a while because I have to get back, man. Yeah. It was what here? Yeah. See, look, look. Not hub. Manny Martinez. (laughs) (laughs) 
man. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, not Hub Arkish. What's that? Oh, man. He's a football guy. I don't know. I used to have him on with Jody. Jody Mack <laughs> is, is buddies with Hub Arkish. <laughs> Hub Arkish. That's classic. All right, we got to go to break anyway, don't Holy we? Shit, yeah. We gotta How do you not know? Come on, Barrett. Like, I'm sure you've been on one of his shows or something. Doesn't he write too for like yeah. PFF or PFC? Let me look him up. Yeah, What's his name again? He's a good oh. guest, actually. We should get him on. What's his name? Hub Arkish. I think it's A R K U S A. I think it's how how it sounds. Right, we got a break. It's the Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed here. Not to the Hub Arkish. We're back at three. <laughs> At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Dockery, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Yeah, Hub Arkish is the executive editor of Pro Football Weekly. 
and a reporter for Westwood One NFL. He's a good guest. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Still don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw him, but I, he doesn't look like anybody I know. So, but I'm having. Um, I'm, I'm. I'm going back and forth right now with. Uh, with somebody we need to have on, Who, Jari, Jari Evans. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to lock it in for tomorrow. He couldn't do today. He said, right. "Well, can he come on at um, 12:50?" I said, "No, nah, let's just try to do tomorrow. That way, we can talk to him more." Well, he does that show down. with uh, Colton, doesn't he? Yep, yep. Yeah. Who? Jared Colton. Hey, what are we talking about? Jari Evans. Yeah, what happened? Coming on the show. Barrett's trying to get him on the show. Trying to book him for yeah. the show. Tomorrow? Yeah? For tomorrow, yeah. Oh, it's easy. We can get him on. I, just let me know. I know. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to book him now. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be try. He, he should just pop. He's been on the show before. Yeah, he just can't do it today. Apparently, yeah, yeah not today though. Fine. We try to get him on today. He's uh he's moving around the hood here. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to out any info, but yeah, absolutely. So you guys are gonna be neighbors. I'm trying to get him to join the club. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be that would be awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, he's a golfer. So oh, he is. I'm, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, cool. So. Nice. He'll judge Barrett for swinging a one iron for sure. He's that he's good enough <laughs> golfer for that. <laughs> All right, I don't know if you, you guys probably saw this. I wanted to get your your take on this because uh, Mike McCarthy uh, went to some, let's say, outside the box extremes to motivate his team. Right, like we we look at Sirianni and the and the weird stuff that he does. Uh, he used a product called Monkey Butt. And handed it out. I guess he handed out a tube or a, you know, a container of it to his players. It's like this anti-crotch itch powder or cream or whatever it is. I don't know. And it was it was uh, red ass red ass Wednesday or something or red red ass week. Yeah. Because of after that bad loss to Denver, he handed it out to all his players. In other words, like they should have red ass after that performance and we're yeah. going to we're going to use the monkey butt and fix it and they well, went I mean, out and kicked it on his head like a kid oh know? you do is that what yeah. you do you, you, can't you see jerry jones using something like oh, i need, uh, more, I need, need more monkey butt <laughs> right come on man <laughs> seriously <laughs> like doesn't that roll seriously i tell you somebody from the south definitely made that just oh yeah say I, got that. That, uh, I got that swamp ash <laughs> <laughs> Stop the bus. Yeah. Stop the bus. Stop the bus. <laughs> I need me a bottle of Josh and some monkey butt. Right. <laughs> how, right. how funny is that? Seriously. Can you imagine what we'd do to Sirianni if he pulled that here? Oh, I think man. he's pulled worse, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Like, don't It'd be over. Don't, like, seriously, this is just stupid. Right? <laughs> like, Sirianni's trying to reinvent Midi, like I don't know, 15th century philosophy. Mm. Meanwhile, this guy is just doing stupid shit. Like I don't know what's yeah. worse. Well, what was the other thing he said? Gallagher. He quoted like the the comedian Gallagher, who hasn't That's been right. relevant since like 1977. Exactly. He's smashing cantaloupes and watermelons exactly. and stuff. Can you imagine that? I mean, it's like 
you show up, you've never even heard of Gallagher. People in your family have never even heard of Gallagher. And your only experience is a stranger smashing a watermelon or pumpkin or something right. in front of you with a sledgehammer. What do you and do? What, as you, a, what do you do as a freshman? You know what I mean? Yeah. You look you at this get out. like, what? What? What is this? Now they're saying on the stream, Aton's <laughs> next QVC segment. Everyone needs this monkey butt. Yeah, <laughs> Would right? you sell monkey butt on QVC? <laughs> Only if I could do it in a southern voice. Yeah, right? you have to be in character. Yeah. All right. So they what let are you... they talking about? Are they going to talk about football? Yeah, that's what I would do. I do it in like a. I'm here. I'm here to sell. I'm here to sell you. I'm here to sell you some monkey butt. Monkey butt. <laughs> when my ass gets swampy. Like, who's that guy, Shelby, from uh, the Ken Burns? You know, he's he's like the main Southern historian. Oh. Shelby something. Shelby Smith, something like that. For, for the documentarian, Correct. Ken Burns? Yeah. yeah, so they're doing the whole thing on the Civil War, right? Mm -hmm. And whenever they go to somebody, like, whenever they need something from the Southern perspective, they go to this Shelby guy, and he's got this thick-ass, like, savannah georgia uh -huh. like the the you know down there and he's talking and he's telling these he's got the monkey butt uh -huh. That's what he's, got. <laughs> he's got he's got the monkey butt you know oh. this general lee it was a warm swampy day shelby, shelby dade foot that's there you name. go there it is foot. shelby yeah. foot yeah and you know uh you had you had a swampy day and you needed a swampy ass in order to cross Monkey I can't butt. even. I can't get on that, man. I mean, it's, it's, for some reason, it reminds me of Deliverance when we're talking about monkey ass, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's actually the product, though. They call it that. I looked it up. That's crazy, man. Yeah, crazy. No, yeah. seriously. What is what is anybody doing right now down there? Like, uh, oh man, you know. I tell you what. Oh, we, we see teams get their ass kicked at times in the season, a long season where it doesn't make any sense. And they were 10 and a half point home favorites. And what do they do? They came right back and they destroyed a squad yesterday on Sunday. Yeah. Just like everybody thought they would like Buffalo did lo losing yeah, to exactly. Jacksonville and then just destroy the jets. Exactly. Yeah. You know, worked the opposite way too. You yeah. know, look at, look at what uh, Dallas lost and you know, Denver just kicked the mud hole in them. Mm -hmm. And then turn right back around right. and lose and, to the Eagles. And Teddy and, B looks yeah. like old Teddy B. Yeah. yeah. And look, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of smarter people than me, a lot of people with sharp money, if you will, expected that. Like the swings are weekly in this league. That's why it's crazy to go up and down on everything after one game. Right? I mean, it's right. insanity, like, well, the swings in this league. That's why they call it overreaction Monday every week, I guess. Yeah. You know, you just look at one game in a, in, a, in a vacuum and make a determination on a team. Well, you know, right. three weeks ago, well, four weeks ago, four weeks ago, we were talking about Nick Sirianna being a one year and done, a one and done. You know what I'm saying? He was just going to be here for one year after he got shellacked and everything yeah, else. Yeah, that was after the Raiders game probably, well, yeah. right? Well, what, he's not doing anything special. He's just running the football. That like, is special. No, it's not. It is special when you're at a it's special in an organization where they don't want to run the ball. Right, when the head right. man says Yeah, that don't would mean even more reason. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, he's doing it 
what makes it special because he's not supposed to do it. He's been instructed not to do it, and he's doing it anyway. So how long do you think that's sustainable? Not listening, <laughs> not listening to your bosses, right? You're out of here, kid. Right, but it, but if not we listening just saw to your that with Doug Peterson, the guy won a Super Bowl. He didn't listen to the bosses. Right. He was out. You're right. Man. Yeah, that's insane. There is precedent there really is. for it. Yeah. I mean, if you win football games doing it this way, you know, that's obviously what your talent dictates and the boss isn't happy. Like that to me is absurd. It just is. It seems to be the growing trend of belief. I know we had Mike Sealski on last week about it, but it just, it seems to be this growing trend of belief that they just want to rein everybody in and say, look, we're throwing the football no matter what. Right. And what it's wild because two of the last three times they've just committed to the run, but that's all they're doing, man. Like I'm, I'm, it's crazy because I think by just giving praise, we forget how frustrated we were because we were right and we knew we were right. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I mean. I don't want to yeah. forget that first half of the season and just watch. Like they were doing things that made no sense, right. none whatsoever. And, was, and look, they're not even doing anything exotic on the ground. They're asking five guys to just maul. And and that's that's what makes me the maddest. It should because you had that ability from the beginning to do it, and you just didn't do it. And then I can remember being on pregame show and just screaming and cussing out loud like look dude you gotta stop this stop <laughs> running this damn rpo it just doesn't freaking work and he still did i'm like look it's not working right now because you're not able to run the ball you have to be able to run the ball to run rpos you know what i'm saying it's, it's the closest thing yeah. you can get to being play action that's not play action mm-hmm. run the ball and you can set up rpos we started running rpos now and they would be so much more successful now because there is a run game. There's a run game threat. All the guys did early in the season was just play the – they were just going to play the pass. Crash a guy, play the pass. That's all they were doing. And that was winning – you know, they were playing winning football against the Eagles because they did that. Now since they can run the ball, now you got to think in your mind, oh, man, we can't stop the run. We got to figure out a way to stop the run. Then right. you bring this extra defender in the box. Oh, lo and behold, Devontae Smith is open all the damn time. Yeah. Because you ran the ball. But they also have to find a way to get another receiver involved. Well, those other mean, receivers have to find a way to be involved. Yeah, you know, well, whatever. Times, yeah, a lot of yeah. times we think, you know, Hurts, you know, it, that the receivers just are not getting open. I mean, uh, Hurts just not throwing to those receivers. No, the receivers are not getting open. You got to get open. And then you got to have trust in them. Like the plastic the Watkins. Mm-hmm. Come on, he's, he's got to have that. It, it, oh, there, right yeah, the one home. in the end zone went right the through his hands. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's easier hands, man. It's Come circumstantial, on, man. too, right? I mean, you know, why? It's not circumstantial. No, but he should have caught that damn ball. But look, it's balanced out by the fact that he got a pick given back to him that should have easily been intercepted. But so, you got to like, take, yeah, you got to take advantage of every opportunity you get. And that was an opportunity yeah. that was lost. Well, that you gives you an idea to as to why a guy with his kind of speed lasted until the sixth round. Exactly. I mean, that should have been an easy touchdown. Ah, da, da. It yeah. went right through his hands. I don't think he's got a history of this, though, right? I mean, the the only thing that was negative for Watkins before that play was him getting caught on that 91-yard bomb and not scoring. But then mm-hmm. that was also leading to the Philly voice, or Philly voice, the uh, 
Philly special. Philly play. special. Right. Part two. Yeah. But Watkins, I, I much rather have Watkins involved in this offense than Jalen Rager, don't wouldn't well, you? Yes. He's a lot more functional than him. And, and I was talking to her to Harry about this earlier. He's the Debo. He could use him as Debo Samuel. Why don't we use him as Debo Samuels? Better yet, how about this? Uh, let me put this. Let me let me put this in your in your in your ear. Uh, eight times. Bug in my ear. Yeah, let me put this in your ear, bro. That's what how about we take. Now. How about since you know okay. since you have a player right now that's not producing at all and not doing anything, how about you play replace him and put a guy like uh, Kenneth Gainwell in there to play the slot receiver, and then you know that as as opposed to Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager doesn't want to go to get open, catch balls when he's supposed to. Or doing anything else, you put a guy like you know Kenneth Gainwell in there. He may not be able to pick up the blitz or run, right? But he could right. damn sure run a slant route. But if he's playing in the slot, you don't comeback. have to worry about that, right? <laughs> Look, he can I mean, play all those. We can give this. him give it to him on a jet sweep yeah. or reverse. He'll do everything that uh that that that, that Jalen Rager can do, but I, he'll I do it in a way in which it would work. It actually be functional, but right. Yeah, especially with especially with Sanders coming back this week, you'd have Sanders, you know, and uh, and Howard in the back as your backs. Put Gainwell, split him into a a, a slot guy. You're not going to have Otter back, right? Uh, I don't he know. That might, was a vicious on, hit, man. Yeah, he's on protocol. He's on concussion protocol. So looking at that again, I can't believe they didn't throw a flag on that one. Why well, was it illegal? Well, I was yeah. helmet, it was direct helmet to helmet. I thought it got him with his forearm. Even then, even you use your forearm and hit a guy in the helmet, that's still a, a penalty. That still should have been a penalty. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay. If you hit a person in their head with any no, part of your body. You yeah. hit him in the head first. I thought it was a result of the contact. But yeah, he, he hit him in the head, yeah. No big deal. It's inconsequential to me. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. He didn't throw the flag. You're right, so... Um, I'll say though that it's it does it does present an interesting challenge if you don't have them, mm-hmm. how you can get some guys out there on the field. That's all. Well, they targeted, didn't they? Target stole a handful of times too in that game. Yeah, I mean yeah. I, that's also circumstantial where you don't have a week to implement other guys, and you know you can't just ask Gainwell to get into the slot. And that well, he, he was quarter. playing it throughout. He was playing it throughout camp. Yeah, but I'm it's saying not, it won't be a stranger. That's like an after the bye week thing. Yeah, but you're in yeah. the middle. My point, Barrett, is that you're in the middle of a game that at the time was still tight. Remember, the fourth and one ended it. Are you just like, wouldn't you feel more comfortable just having Stahl run those routes that he's run all like each week as opposed to asking game? Now, to your point, now you have a full week against the Saints. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I would say put Kenneth Gainwell in there, kind of like what they said in the Manning uh, podcast. Oh, Odell shit. Beckham Jr. He had just he had just got there, so he yeah, didn't know the offense. He ran so like whatever. two practices or something, right? Him, right. So yeah, they tried to like, yeah. But still, though, they put him in the best positions they could. Like when they were out there running play, um, running two minute offense, it's going fast. So you don't put him over there with other receivers. You line him up out wide. That way, he just has to worry about one route. He can just be told, "All right, you run this route." Because if he goes on the other side of the field and he's with other guys, he he might mess their routes up. He might bring a defender to the guy who's supposed to be the primary, and he's not supposed to be there. It looked so like he slowed down himself. on that play that the the pick early in the game when they tried to force it deep to him. Right, you know. So I mean, that's 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 it. Put him over there where they can. It's only like four basic routes you can run from out there. Either you can go out there, or you can run a, a a deep end, a comeback, or a nine route. You know, it's not really much of a, 
a play selection, you know what I'm saying, an out and up. You know, have him out there by himself, you know, to put him away. That's just a play you know you can just give him and he can run that route. Well, the same thing with Kenneth Gainwell. Put him in the slot. All you got to do is tell him, hey, man, we'll run a jet sweep. You just run a jet sweep. All right, we want you to run a slant from right here mm-hmm. or run a wheel route from right here. You know, it's easy to put those guys in because, number one, he's played it before. Mm-hmm. He played it all through camp. And I'm sure they give him reps uh, during um, during um, practice also. Just put him out there, receive, have some basic stuff for him. Get the ball in his hands. Run a little, you know, tunnel screen for him, a wide receiver screen for him. Anything to get the ball in his hands. Because once he gets it in there, in his hands, he's special. But he's becoming a liability when he's back at running back and he has to pick up the blitz. He doesn't know where to go, where he fits in, how to help the offensive lineman out. More times than not, he's tripping off his lineman when he does go to try to help. So get him out of that situation. Put him somewhere where he can be an effective type of player. And it just so happens that Jalen Rager hasn't been effective. And I thought he was going to be effective. I thought they found something in the Detroit game in which they could implement him and make him a better player. He ran those jet sweeps, those reverses, and all those type of things. But they, I guess they just couldn't get the ball to him again uh, this last week. So I'm just I'm, I, I'm just throwing stuff out there. You know, Maybe they can use Kenneth Gainwell because once Sanders gets back, it should, it should be – it would be a travesty to not play Howard as much as they've been playing him. Yeah. It would be a literal really travesty. Good. Yeah. You you can't mess that up, man. You can't mess that up. Well, what happens if the defense in this case, I know it didn't happen in Denver, but then again, the Saints aren't coming off a ridiculous win where we see letdown happen all the time. The Saints are coming off a tight loss. And this is the team that usually comes in after that and gets a win. So mm-hmm. what the one thing that I think we can talk about here would be what happens if New Orleans shuts the running game down. Yeah. Well, then see, well, that's, that's what's the plan B? They got. I mean, they are the number one ranked um, run defense mm-hmm. in the NFL, so that's definitely a possibility. But you still have, you still have that 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 notion that you've told everybody in the league that we can run the ball when we want to. Yeah, and in a, so you, you still play, play action off of it. You right. can still play action off of it. Okay. You can still, you know, run that, you know, everything in that offense because they have that threat still sitting there in their box pocket. You know, and, 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 and I'm going to tell you the truth. It's time this Eagles team gets to a point where it doesn't matter what you're ranked as far as stopping the run. Right. You're going to do what you're going to do. You're this gonna is who we are. Wheel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm, 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 I was getting to the point where I was tired of, all right, well, they can't, they can't, you know, they're, they're, they're ranked 25th against the pass. So we're going to pass the ball. Man. Later for that, run what you want to run, mm-hmm. and 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 let the chips fall. Where yeah, they don't may. be reactionary. Set exactly. your, set the tempo yourself. Exactly. You know, show who you are. Run your. Make them adjust off what you're doing. You know, and and, and that's that's how you win football games. That's how you become a dominant team. Yeah. When I was with the Steelers, we were a dominant team because we didn't care how many. You could put all eleven guys in a box. We're still going to put bunch formation to the right. And then we're going to turn around. We're going to hand the ball off to Jerome Bettis, and he's going to get us four yards. We're going to do that three times, and we're going to have a first down. I don't care who you put in there. And that's the attitude you have to have. Well, the modern version of that is Hurts, is it not? Like, you should be able to run Hurts no matter what the scenario is. Exactly. Exactly. And he's the most efficient. The past three games, he's been the most efficient running quarterback in the league. More efficient. Than, than Jackson, more efficient than Allen. Mm-hmm. He knows when to run it. 
He knows when to when to when when not to run it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he caught he caught he caught the Broncos in a situation where they were man. He could have dumped it off for a little five yard game to the running back. But well, those guys all have their backs back. turned. Everybody had their yeah. backs turned, and he had like a 40, 30, 40 yard run. Right. That's him maturing right down the middle of the field too. Exactly. Yeah. So those are things he's starting to learn. He's starting to be abreast of, and he's going to get better and better with this. Now I'm not saying you know, well, he's going to be you know the next Messiah. He's you know franchise quarterback, but yeah. I'm saying he's definitely putting his bid in for it. He's yeah. working his ass off to be that guy. I agree. He's getting better at it, but I don't know yeah. how sustainable it is to have your your quarterback being your number one rusher. Well, I mean, if you at look this at level, it, I just don't still believe in that. I, I know, I know, Harry. I feel you on that, but they're doing it in um, they're they're doing it in 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 Baltimore. Yeah, and until they get to the playoffs, right? And then he gets <laughs> shut down, right? I mean, he's great for sixteen games in the regular season. He's fun to watch, but somehow in the playoffs, sometime in January, they shut him down. And that's why we need to develop this next receiver. Right. We've got to develop somebody other than Smith to take some of that off. Of 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 Jalen we'll have Hurts. to go get a veteran in the off season too. Oh, there's no question about yeah. that. We have to. like who? I don't know, but just somebody that's got some experience. That Maybe we go get the kid raw. from Michael Thomas. Roderick Thomas. Michael Thomas. Oh, oh, from New Orleans. From New Orleans, yeah. yeah. Is he going to be available? They don't want him in. Uh, they don't want him down in New Orleans. Yeah, but that means he's going to get traded. Like you're going to have to give something up for Thomas. He's coming off injury, multiple injury, like issue here. And that's why he his he what he was it, what is that? his injury what is it we don't it's even the know ankle right is it is it I don't know yeah he's under contract for a couple more years oh is he okay yeah. uh, now this well, could that, be like a Kawhi thing just not trusting the team doctor trying to get out of there but even Kawhi had time sooner on his contract to get out there's actually an out after next year after next year there you go yeah right well, either way it goes man I'm, this team. Is starting to learn how to play, and 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 that's the biggest thing. They're learning this coaching style, and they're finally starting, you know, put one step one step forward. You know, they went lateral or backwards so many times during the beginning of the season. Now they're getting to the soft part of the schedule where they should win it, and they're going and beating teams that they should win. I so, tell you, who you know, is going to be available is that Tim Patrick guy from Denver. Denver? I kind of liked him. Yeah, I mean, he's a big target. Him, yeah. Yeah, he's a big target. They'll, they'll get Hamler back from injury. I don't know if they can keep all those guys together anyway, right? No, you have Sutton and Judy. Judy, right. Yeah. A lot invested in those guys. A lot. An awful lot. I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. What's this offense? I mean, the, the offense is basically Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, use your ability to get open. Like, you know, Devontae's running some pretty basic routes. He's just doing it better than most people in the NFL right now with speed. Dallas Goddard is running, you know, pretty consistently simple routes as well. Quez Watkins is just beating people because he's so, so talented, right, from a speed standpoint. And then he started running the football, like we've all been asking. Mm -hmm. But is this like... Kyle Shanahan level of deception and intricacy that we see on the line? Probably not, right? 
No, it's not run near as much. They don't run motion on practically every play, San Francisco. It's amazing. So I I don't want to sound negative or like I'm nitpicking because I think that this conversation had not the three of us alone, but I think this conversation has turned into something more too, which is like, you know, with Sirianni himself, I think right now you're getting, you're getting just a basic, like Sirianni's not getting in the way. That's right. what this is right now. Like Sirianni is just not getting in the way right now. He and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, and no, the quarterback no, no, no. has made some strides. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. that should that should come with experience, though, Harry. Like I would I would be surprised if Jalen Hurts, with all of this time and and action out on the field, didn't make strides and improve. It just seems like in the first start of the season, the quarter uh, the coach was trying to get in the way. Yeah, late calling. Well, he was doing what the outside. owner wanted him to do. Yeah, now it's just like, hey, I'm going to let my guys make plays. Mm-hmm. I think the players making plays is this offense, and they've got talent on this offense, so we shouldn't be surprised when they start ma- winning a game or putting up points on offense. But, I, I mean, what's Sirianni doing? Well, Sirianni right now understands where he needs what he needs to be doing, and he's doing it very well right now. Yeah, not getting in the way of his talent. And nothing wrong with that. Great, you know what? I'll give you. I'll give you props on bringing that up, Barrett, because we all would strive in whatever respective field we work in to have a manager like that, mm. who just Absolutely. says, "All right, you guys go out there and you win this game." Right, and trust there, in your players, exactly, you know, and your coach, trust in yeah. your employees. Well, and, 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 and the owner that's, too. That's the thing with the owner. Just you know, hire the uh, the right guy, and then entrust that he knows what to do. Right. Instead of trying to micromanage the shit from the front office. Right. There lies right. the problem. But hey, at the end of the day, um, even, you know, even with the with the with the owner saying, look, you can't do this anymore. It comes down to, all right, I, I can't continue to keep getting my ass kicked. I'm going to lose my team, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to lose my job, number two, because, of you know, because results, this is a results driven league and those results are bad. So if I keep doing this, get my ass kicked, you're going to fire me because I'm losing number one. Right. Even though I'm doing what you're telling me to do, but number two, all these people, all these other coaches, staffs, and, and and all these other teams, be like, all right, well, he's a loser anyway, so we're not going to hire him. Yeah. So it comes down to you know, I, you know what? Let me just win. Ask for forgiveness later. All right. Now I know we got a break, but on the other side, like let's, for, you know, we talk about Sirianni. What about Gannon? Because he did his philosophy was different last week, like it was against Detroit. What's that going to look like this week? Does he give any respect? He didn't do anything different. Yeah, he did. He just allowed people to make the the only difference in that game on defense was people made plays. We got a break. All right, let's come back. Let's talk about it. It's the middle. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hard-working American, 
you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city, and every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way, the best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, who was that? Look at this man over there in a trash can. What, what, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Throw him in a dumpster or something. Right. right. <laughs> hey, look at that. This man <laughs> lives in a trash can. <laughs> my boy, Tom. Oh, hey, my we're, God. You know, we're, we're discussing. Uh, you know, what is this offense as they go forward? I mean, I love the fact that they're doing what they're doing and 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 being unapologetic for it. Keep running a rock. Keep pounding it. I don't care. Nobody else cares. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Just keep pounding it, man. That's your identity now. Right. But keep what going. about the defense? Does he does this scheme does he play a little bit tighter on receivers this week because he doesn't respect Simeon? Yes. Kind of like he didn't respect Goff or Bridgewater. Yes, that's exactly what it is. He doesn't respect them, so he has a whole totally different mindset on how he approaches and how much pressure and how close these receivers are up on uh, – um, I mean, these DBs are up on these receivers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it comes just from that, from the respect factor of who he thinks this quarterback is. He has no fear in this quarterback. He's going to keep everybody – as close as they can because he's going to load that box up. There's going to be a lot right. of man-to-man because they're going to load the box up to stop Kamara. And Slay made plays in both of those games. Yep. The Detroit exactly. game and last week. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, I hope he's all right. You know, he was he was counting on us. quarterbacks are terrible, man. Come on. Exactly. So, and that's what, that's that's what we're going to see. Changed. That's That's going to be what we see the next couple weeks, man, for, probably for the remainder of this season. 
The best quarterback we're going to see, what, is who? Uh, Dak? Dak Prescott. Yeah. 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 If, if, you, if they see him. If they see him, if yes. If they see him. So, yeah, huh. I mean, he you can You probably play have tight. to rank him Dak and then uh, Heineke, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Well, I would put Jones over Heineke. You would? At this point. They're both bad. You get Saquon Barkley back. If that offense is remotely healthy, hmm. I trust that offense over box. Washington. In fact, Washington. whatever game, this game plan they put in, it should be the same game plan they're going to play against the Giants because mm-hmm. they got to stop the run. They Look, have man. to stop the run. They, it, <laughs> what if they get Flacco against the Jets? That would be kind of funny. That probably yeah, would. You know? Yeah. Probably would. I mean, we're, you he know, might, he might torch us. He might. I mean, if you're the shred. Jets right now, you don't you have to go to Flacco? If they go back to Wilson before the end of the season and it continues in a bad direction, that could ruin that kid. Well, I think they're his, already it's, looking. It's not his him. fault. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He wasn't that good. They overvalued him, and because they overvalued him, he's going to play that way. That's that's just who he is. Hmm. It's just who he is. Yeah. I don't know, Barrett. You're so negative when it comes to talking about these <laughs> quarterbacks. <laughs> Can't you see the stream? <laughs> Come on, these <laughs> this situation here. How about I, Doug? What do you say? Do you say Doug Peterson? What? Huh? Wow. Doug Peterson to the Giants. Next head coach, Doug Peterson. That would be that would be pretty interesting. That's that would be happening. amazing. I wish it would. That would be Why great drama. I don't think Joe Judge gets fired at the end of this year. I think so. You don't? I no, do. I think it's something next year. What about well, the GM though? I mean, maybe Gettleman, Gettleman gets the ass. Yeah. So. That could happen. Mm-hmm. But if you ask the if you ask Gettleman, he, you know, the next guy comes in is gonna want his own coach. Oh no, I I get that. I get that, but I think Maybe not till next year. Yeah, that's that's what that's what my belief. Because you're also, I don't know, like we gotta I, say this: the the players hate him. No, I get that. I'm not saying they hate that Judge. Yeah, their guys retired. He was he was making players retire. They were running after after. Um, uh, I believe he, if he could, he would try to run them after the game. I mean, after the game, you know. So I was watching. You know, I, I broadcast this little. Uh, we went to Brock. I just called this um high school football game. And after the game, they had lost and they made them run sprints. One sprint for every touchdown. I mean, uh, every touchdown that they um scored on them. Can you believe that? That's old school, man. Right. <laughs> and that's what dude was doing, man. It wasn't after that with guys have guaranteed money, man. They'll tell you no. to shut the hell up. Right. This isn't college right. where you can recruit over the kid or just or only like five guys have guaranteed money. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> rightfully so good for them now did you see speaking of the jets on uh apparently rex ryan took uh robert sala to task on get up yesterday what? i believe this happened no i i have them blocked on my twitter feed so well he must have torched who's watching this he must have torched robert sala pro football talk tweeted this it's the only reason i know this well they have me blocked so so they what? tweeted yeah, they Mike tweeted Moore the block because he's a piece. He's a puss. They tweeted the link to whatever he said, and Robert Sala's brother is on Twitter. His name is David Sala. Is this like the Jokic brothers who were on Twitter? 
Yeah, right. dude. I did you see the video of that Jokic brother sitting near the court side the one time there was a yeah. an altercation on the floor? He looked like he wanted some. Like he's yeah. a big dude too, man. No, he wanted want to give him to him, huh? Oh man, he wanted to get in there. <laughs> he snuck something in the arena too. I can tell you that. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, no doubt believing that one. Well, David Sala tweeted Rex Ryan <laughs> took over a good man genie roster. David. David. Oh, this is the brother. The brother. Won with it the first two years and lost with his own roster every year after. The only person making comparisons is you in an effort to stay relevant. Stick to podiatry and eating cheeseburgers, clown. Whoa. Podiatry because of his foot fetish. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I like the cheeseburger shop better. Yeah. Bam. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. That's pretty good. That made my day. That needs to get more attention, that tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rex Ryan's like, I just said what the producer told me, man. Right. Right. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Because Greeny probably went to Graziano first, who gave, like, a different uh, take on it where it wasn't Robert Sala. And then Rex Ryan came in as the ex-coach and clobbered him. Wow. Is he uh, is Graziano a staple on that show? Graziano's on there, I think, every day. Yeah. Oh, to talk Jets and Giants football? I think pretty meet. much NFC East and Jets and Jets. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Does any other team get recognition on that show, or is it just the well, ones that the hosts like? <laughs> uh, <laughs> big, uh, what do they call him? Swag? Uh, swagoo. swagoo. The Swagoo. He talks about the, the Cowboys all Who? the time. Yeah, he played for the Cowboys. Big Spears. 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 Marcus Spears. Oh. Swagoo is what Greeny yeah. refers to him as. And you still okay. watch you have somebody you have a grown man referred to as the big swagoo by another grown man. Are you still watching this show? Well, I it's I on the, to... if it's on, it's I'm on the treadmill and I can't really hear it. I just see it. Wow, oh, this is this is much worse than me trying to stand for the regular broadcast. <laughs> like this is terrible. <laughs> you watch it get up. <laughs> Come on. I think he went to LSU or something. Yeah, like he that. did. Spears uh-huh. went to LSU. Seriously, yeah. I, like I, yeah. I am judging you right now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's there. He's the one. He's there. One of the number one football guys. Spears is he's on the SEC Network too. Mm-hmm. He does that Saturday morning thing with Feinbaum from. It's That's like a fun. game day. No, yeah. no, no. Look, I, I'm sure there are great people, smart people that work for ESPN. But if anybody is put in the capacity of get up, then when they're on that show, they're out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not listening to Foxworthy or what it is he's on that show a lot. Yeah, yeah. come on. Uh, he, 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 does, he does the show with Greeny, right? Yeah, and he's pretty good. You hear him on radio? He's yeah, he's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah, right. Who's that? Foxworthy. Foxworthy. Not he Jeff Foxworthy. Not you might corner. be a redneck, Foxworthy. He's I've Foxworth. never had any need. I guess for... it's Foxworth, probably. Yeah, yeah. I've never had any need for it. It's amazing. It's amazing. See that? <laughs> there's Joey limited B. options. The negative though. Nancy of the show. You're, it's, it's, there's limited options at like eight in the morning, though. If you're on a, if hey, you're on exercise. Listen you know? up, Joey B. All right, I have seven jobs in sports, and I'm about to announce an eighth one. And I don't watch ESPN. I don't watch Fox <laughs> Sports. I don't waste my time with what Swagoo or Mike from wherever up there and Shagoo is saying yeah, exactly. And look at that. And look at that. I'm doing all right in this business. It's amazing. It should be a red flag when you see people who are constantly going back to that shit. And that's negative? 
I'm having a great time working in sports. <laughs> and I don't have to subject myself to the shit that you go back and forth on with people in Twitter. It's amazing. What are you eating? I, uh... I, don't, I don't give a fuck anymore. Go ahead. Talk about whatever you want. Go ahead and talk about big swagoo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I can't wait till that Jets game. You imagine getting pumped for that? Trying, Jets, to, trying to sell the Jets Eagles game? J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about trying to get a guest on for like a show. I mean, like, who do you go to? <laughs> yeah. Like, who, who wants to come on and talk about the Jets? If you have to cover that team year after year after oh, year after man. year, that's got to be, that's, it's like a, you'd rather be in, in a correctional facility. Well, yeah, then you see most guys are like that. Terrible. What do you mean? Oh, they, cover that they, team. They cover that team. They're like, you know, I don't know. They're Miserable. Just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just beaten down. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is a, yeah. it's a so tough. Buffalo's beat. gonna beat them by. Buffalo might beat them by fifty. They just did beat them by like forty-eight to right. ten or something <laughs> this past week. <laughs> Who do the Jets have this week? Uh, uh, Miami. Yes, actually, that's a game that could be somewhat close. Yeah, I tell you something about the game there, but we'd be accused of not talking about the Eagles or being negative on Nick Sirianni or something. Yeah, that line's three and a half. Uh, there's mm. there's a huge play in that game, but oh, oh, oh. I'm a degenerate talking about it. Might be Flacco. No, no, no. Let me tell you, there's a great play in that game. What's that? Uh, that's all right. We're not a sports betting show, so I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to waste people's time here. The under. No, actually, it's not. No? No. Oh, boy. I'll release it on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> It'll be a Twitter release. <laughs> oh. Dude, there's a lot of crap games, though, this week. San Francisco, Jacksonville, Miami, the Jets, Houston, Man. Tennessee. I don't uh, mind. Detroit, Cleveland, Baltimore, Chicago. Ugh. Some Baltimore, of these lines, Chicago. though, were, were really short. And unnecessarily yeah. short. I think they're trying to get you on this. Like, Buffalo's only laying seven at home against the Colts? Yeah. Really? Don't feel well, I'm not pissed off. I mean, Buffalo, outside of beating up on the Jets for two straight weeks, did not look good offensively and got beat by a bad team. Right. Um, but I see what you're saying. Right. I mean... Arizona, Seattle. <laughs> I mean, there, those are two teams. Arizona's banged up, coming right. off a, a coming off a loss. Seattle just looks awful. Arizona's only favored by two. So this week's Thursday. Night is that game assuming is, uh... Kyler Murray plays? Do you think? Because it's still up in the air. Yeah, that is it. I think so. Uh, is it? Yeah, because he, he's making a difference not being on the field, man. I mean, he's no, he's but I'm saying, is he, are we sure that he's back? No, we're not. No, so I think Col he, he, I think he was really supposed to be back this week, wasn't he? They were talking about him being back this week, so I guess well, it was this, a game time decision. This yeah, past game time week. decision. Yeah. You, yeah. If it's a game time decision, more so, more though, more so than likely, he'll be back this week. 
I this mean, Thursday Green, night's game. You guys watching this Thursday night's game? Yeah, I watch. You know I watch this scouts uh, perspective and check yeah. that out. Well, that's now a new wrinkle to it. But would you normally have watched it? No, uh, it, probably it, not. I'm going to tape the Temple basketball game at four in the afternoon. I probably would watch that for a little bit. Okay. Well, Falcons play the Patriots. I mean, that, Patriots man coming off of oh, it's a Super Bowl rematch, Barrett. That's probably how they're going to have to sell it. Twenty-eight to three. At halftime, <laughs> now you'll you'll get. Trust me, you'll get something from that game. I don't think it's well, going to no be question. as shitty as as people make it out to be. Well, I mean, forty-seven and a half point total. Some points will be scored in that game. The Falcons are just New, a pushover anymore. Yeah, the Falcons aren't a pushover anymore, and 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 New England's not a pushover anymore. So this this the battle. New of England's the probably going to make the playoffs. Right. right, you know what I'm saying? This is a battle of the battle of regular teams. You know what I'm saying? This is the middle of the pack guys. These are the guys that you know that are yeah. probably looked at being in the playoffs. Yeah, like the six, seven seed guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Green Bay, Minnesota is a good game. I think the Saints Eagles game will be a good game. Uh, Dallas, Kansas City, obviously. Yep. Mm, yeah, I mean, one of these is going to be a dud. Watch. I mean, you know that. And you're going to find it. Like, I, I guarantee you right now, there's going to be a game on here that you've passed on that's going to be the highest scoring game throughout the day. And it's not going to be the Cowboys in the in Kansas City. Detroit and Cleveland, a 48-45 <laughs> slobber knocker. Don't put it past them. <laughs> I know. Seriously, don't put it past them. I would Daniel love to Raiders. see Detroit get their first win against Cleveland. I can't stand Baker Mayfield, Stefanski, and yeah. that freaking organization. <laughs> They're 10-point home favorite, too. And you let your brother know that, Barrett, too. We should, <laughs> he's got to get popping off. the game. Right. When do they play Pittsburgh next? Probably in the, at the end of the year. Yeah, probably like I think it's like two game. and – yeah, isn't it right? Second to last? Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, your, your brother can't be popping off right now with the way. No, no, no. He, he's he been quiet as a church mouse when it comes to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'll probably get a call once we get off the uh, when we get off the show. Oh, yeah. Pop yeah. off. <laughs> not, not the pop not, off vodka. No, <laughs> that stuff's terrible. Come on. It's almost as bad as the Browns. Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even mix that stuff. Right. What? Is that bad? Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. I'm sure you've had it at K State. You probably didn't even notice it. Well, I probably had it at college too and didn't notice it. Everybody's right. had it at college. It's like it's like 13 bucks for a gallon. A half right? gallon. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's big, it's big business, pop-off vodka, man. Yeah, they, they play Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh the second last game of the season. Right. And it's right. a Monday night game. Okay. That's Might when we gotta get excitement. him on. Are we getting him on? Last we year. Get him on. Last year it was it was it was some excitement. Wasn't that the was here. that the Miles Garrett thing where he swung the helmet? Yeah, yeah. Was that last year? Or was that I two years it. ago? That was two years ago. Two but, years okay. Ago. But this was it was good last year because remember they had just you know at the time the Steelers were like ten and zero and they the week before they played against Buffalo and Buffalo ran right through them beat the hell out of them. Then they turned right back around and played in Cleveland mm-hmm. and Cleveland beat the hell out of them. So they were like, oh, this is the demise of, of, of – Well, yeah, they lost Pittsburgh. five of the last six games yeah, that year. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know, it, it went totally downhill after that Buffalo game. Totally downhill. They couldn't stop anybody, and, and they couldn't catch a pass to save their life. Nope. Not at all, you're right. So I think, I, think, I think it'll be a pretty good game. What's that? No, I, here's the thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I think you're right. It's probably going to be more of a good game than not. Yep. Especially, well, you look around, too. Texans, Titans. That's going to be high scoring. Watch. Texans, Titans. Yep. Watch. 44 and a half. That should be much lower. But the Titans defense is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. You're right about Their that. Their quarterback's back in Houston. I'll tell you what, Bengals Raiders is going to be a really, really good game. I got uh, I got Cincinnati at minus one. Off a See? bye, aren't they off a bye? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I just don't I just don't trust the Raiders right now, man. Yeah, I don't either. They got don't a lot either. of stuff going on in that organization, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, two of the their two first round picks from 2020 are gone off the team. Yeah. Gone. How does that happen? Well, I'm not going to ask how it happened. There's a lot of stuff that happened. But, um, I mean, that's crazy. That's definitely crazy. Head coach gone. Mm-hmm. And you see Gruden is suing the NFL? Yeah, he's suing Goodell. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Goodell. He's yep. suing them. He might have a case. Oh, he does have a case. <laughs> Sports I mean, law like, lost. Right. I mean, it's, it's – you know, they had that under possession for what? Three years and didn't say anything about it. Two years, right? And just let it be there. And then they they leaked it out. I'm like, who did Gruden piss off? They leaked it out. Well, yeah, he's suing Goodell, right? As he should. Of course, they're because it was it was vendetta driven. But at the same time, the they realized that well, the nature of what they're releasing is not going to make the victim sympathetic, right? right. Like not nobody's gonna stand up right. Nobody's away. gonna feel bad for Gruden. Right. Yeah. But the problem was like any half wit plan here was they didn't think through that it was in the middle and like really as a result of an investigation with another team. On another team, yeah. Exactly. Which nothing came out negative right. about. Which didn't yeah. smoke screen anything. It just got people asking, Well, yeah, sure. John Gruden said some really vile shit on email, but he's what about go. all this other stuff? Right. right. Yeah. What are we going to learn about the, the pertinent stuff that you went into the ver- investigation about? Right. Yep. We the still don't that- know anything about what went on in Washington. We know about we know about the stuff that went on in Washington, but there have been no no names know, attached to it, and nobody nothing. had a nobody got you know fired for it. Right. Right. With all the incidents with the cheerleaders and all that, pimping them out and yeah. stuff. And- I mean. Come well, on, that's Nick, we had Nick Ferguson on. He, he had an interview with that woman. Remember? Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. So I, yeah, I don't know, man. That's wild, isn't it? I saw our boy Gil uh, conversing with Ferguson. Evidently, he was uh, he was pimping him on his show. Probably had him on for a good thirty-five minute segment. Well, is that after uh, we had him on? I think it was right after we had him on. Yeah. Wow, that's that is a shady move. Uh-huh. Right there, it is. <laughs> it, it, it is. Uh, uh, I need a guest. Uh, hour number four. Uh, heard this Ferguson guy on the middle is pretty good. Oh my god, Josh, why don't you reach out? Josh, text Barrett. See if he got it. You get the number. <laughs> don't lie. You got to text some Gil asking for that number, didn't you? <laughs> don't lie to us. Wow, he's really, that's what that's how it happened. Come right? on, man, seriously. Wow. I think so. You know, oh, Nick. Wow, he was wow. asking for you. Is this wow. what happened? 
That's what happened. Yep, that's yep. what happened. That's how oh, it did, works. Did he? Oh, he did, did he? Awful. <laughs> Awful. All right, so we 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 um I'm I'm trying to book uh Jari, Jari for tomorrow. Jari said he's definitely gonna be on tomorrow. Well, like what time? I told him he got either eleven thirty or twelve thirty. Okay. okay. That sounds so, good. Jari Evans. Now S D on the stream said we should get Jen Sturger on to talk Jets. Oh wow. <laughs> Stream's gone silent. She's on. She's out in L.A. like trying to be a stand-up comic. Yeah, she's not associated with the Jets anymore. No, I think that whole Brett Favre thing was the end of the Jets association. Right. Right. I think the Jets were just like, look, why don't you both stay the hell away from us? <laughs> like Favre, you don't associate with us, and Sturger, you don't associate. We with do us. enough to put ourselves in a bad light with the media on a yeah. weekly basis, with the way we play football and operate this team. We don't need this. Absolutely. They all see it. They yeah. saw our product on the field. They all see it. We all see it. We don't need anything else. Right. No. Isn't now, that amazing? Can anybody tell me? Yes. What is the big three thirty game on Saturday for college football? Because Michigan State, Ohio State is freaking noon. Well, that's just the Big Ten doing Big Ten things this year, isn't it? Well, it's Fox too, probably. It's probably that that big noon game yeah. on Fox, which has kind of ruined football on Saturday to me. I All like right. the three thirty game to be a good game. Because yeah, then I can play golf and I can, you know, just have lunch, you know what I mean, and come home and then. Isn't there, though, a ton of, like, I've, I love the fact, this is like, give me London games. Give me as much football as I can consume. I want a game at 9 a.m. somewhere in China <laughs> on Saturday. Like, I, I want to I watch football all day. Oh, you, okay. You, you know what it wait? is? It's the SMU game, bro. SMU Cincinnati is at 3.30? Yeah. SMU Cincinnati 3.30. They have yeah. to hype Cincy up, yeah, and, and prepare the public for a Cincinnati reality. Because Iowa State, Oklahoma is a nooner too. So is Wake Forest and Clemson. Wait, I thought they canceled that segment. What's that? The, the nooner? nooner? Yeah, yeah, they did. They Arkansas, did. Arkansas, Alabama. Alabama. That's a blowout. They're, Alabama's on at three thirty every every week, and they beat the snot out of everybody. They right. just with Mexico, right? <laughs> okay, well. Pitt, Virginia. I know, all I know is um, at five thirty, I'll be glued to the TV. What are you watching today? Five thirty today? No, on Saturday. Oh, K State. He's talking about. Oh, is that five thirty? Yeah, I thought you were talking about something Baylor. else. No, no. Is there anything else? Is there anything else? I thought you were talking <laughs> about today. That's what I was. No, saying. no, no, no. I'm watching basketball today. You always got you guys got me locked, locked into basketball now. UCLA USC at four o'clock on Saturday. I got yeah. US UCLA over seven wins. They got to win that game and then they got to beat Cal to get right. to eight. You know what's going to be an interesting game next week? Notre College Dame, or pro? College. Notre Dame Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting game, Max. Stanford? They, yeah. Stanford. Stanford, um, a lot better than what you know, people give them credit for. Even though Kansas State beat them. Stanford, uh, Stanford's lost five in a row. But they play well against big big. They opponents. beat Oregon and then lost five in a row. <laughs> <laughs> they did lose they did lose to UCLA, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Watch them beat watch them beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Oh, that would be great. I'd love to see that. Right. Cincinnati would love Ooh. to see that too. Well, no, Absolutely. they wouldn't, because if Notre Dame wins, that makes their their win over Notre Dame better. 
Well, yeah. If Notre Dame, you know, has only one loss and it's to Cincinnati, that's what they would want. Then you can. Okay. Yeah. So Sixers moving. Yeah, the the number. It's amazing. Eight and a half this morning. And it's up to what, ten? Yeah. Jesus. Wow. Why is that? Embiid's still out, right? He's out. That's exactly why. Embiid's out, and the Jazz do really well against that team where they don't have their top two guys, Sixers. Mm. Right. Just a matter of time, man. Look at that. Awesome. Can, he, can they move freaking Simmons and get this over with? Uh, it's coming. I think you it's think coming. so? It's yeah, coming it soon? It is. It is. Before Thanksgiving? Uh, I'll take the under, no, but it's coming, I think. Huh. Before Christmas, yes. Okay. How about that? I think he's dealt before Christmas. I would take that. That would be kind of a present. Now, that's moving it a little bit, but, yeah, I would say he's he's out. Dealt before Christmas? Yep. Ooh. That's your Christmas gift. There it is. <laughs> right. Don't ask Jen Sturger for anything. You're getting that. We'll see you. Thanks again for hanging with us. Thanks to all the people watching out there. Hit that thumbs up button, please, for hanging, watching the show. Subscribe if you haven't, and we'll see you tomorrow. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Basketball is part of how we grew up in this city. And every morning, IBEW Local 98 members take their best shot building this city, rescuing our community from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are, like the Hawks who will never die. Local 98 members love tradition. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. 
Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.